Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on December 20th, 2022, I'm Gianna Volpe on Long Island's only local NPR radio station on this day two of our $100,000 matching board challenge, where the board of trustees here at WLIWFM have um, decided to match all donations made to to WLIWFM.org or by phone at 800-262-0717, dollar for dollar, up to $100,000. Now, this is uh, generally the space where we do the news. I'm going to be sharing one news item with you this morning, and it goes hand in hand with something I like to do when we do our fundraising, which is uh, I like to share some of the people with whom I've shared the studio, shared the platform from our community, because community is really who and what we are all about here on Long Island's only NPR radio station. I went to look, see what's going on this morning, and I saw that Sister Margaret Smith has passed at 83 years old. Um, we did an interview with her in uh, May, it was like May 28th of 2020. One And uh, because of that, I'm going to read the entire uh, obituary homage posted by Denise Civiletti and Maria Del Mar Piedra Buena of RiverheadLocal.com. Uh, again, if you do not know who Sister Margaret was, um, or not again, but if you don't, an incredible loss for our region. She was a beacon of justice. Uh, As Denise and Maria put it, a fierce advocate for justice and community. Sister Margaret Rose Smith, who ran the North Fork Spanish Apostolate for more than 20 years, died at her home in Riverhead. She was 83 years old. A member of the Sisters of St. Dominic of Amityville, Sister Margaret was known for her passionate devotion to migrant workers and the immigrant communities of the East End. At the helm of the North Fork Spanish Apostolate for all but three of its 26 years, Sister Margaret was an icon of the Latino community, the person others turned to for help with everything from food to put on their table to advocacy in justice court when an employer failed to pay a worker's wages. She was, by all accounts, a force to be reckoned with. Quote, there's nobody like her. The impression she made on this community will go on and on. Everyone around here is just brokenhearted. That's Eileen Matosh, a volunteer who worked with Sister Margaret for nearly 20 years. She added, there's going to be a tremendous hole all along. You know, we will have always said no one else, no one could ever fill the shoes that she wore. End quote. In addition to running the North Fork Spanish Apostolate, Sister Margaret has, since uh, September of 2014, also run the social ministry at St. John, the Evangelist Church in Riverhead. The North Fork Spanish Apostolate moved its offices to the former parish school that month, and the two organizations, under her tireless leadership, worked together to help community members in need. When Sister Margaret didn't arrive at the parish center this morning to work on putting together Christmas gifts for distribution and could not be reached by phone, a volunteer and a parish worker went to her apartment to look for her. Quote, we checked the living room and then we went to the bedroom and that's when we found her like she was asleep. That's Liz Cardenas, uh, religious formation coordinator at St. John the Evangel- Evangelist 
Uh, went to check on Sister Margaret this morning. Quote, the truth is that she went in peace. She had a face of peace, of tranquility. She went to rest in the arms of the Lord. End quote. Born on October 29, 1939, Margaret Rose Smith was the daughter of Irish immigrants. She grew up in Woodside, Queens, a very big Irish community, she told uh, Riverhead Local in 2018. She was one of three children in a family she described as very religious, saying, I was always doing something that was helping people. She entered the convent at age 17. Quote, I always felt that, felt that the good Lord wanted me to be able to give most of my life uh, to be able to help people. And they knew at that time the way to do that was to be a nun. She said, there were less things that were open to women then. It's different for women today. I certainly don't regret the choices I've made. She trained to become a teacher and taught at Catholic elementary schools in Queens and then went on to teach Spanish at a high school in Brooklyn. She then served as a principal at two Catholic elementary schools. Quote, I loved being in school, Sister Margaret said. She was still in touch with her students from decades ago. I loved being a teacher. She later became an associate pastor in East New York, Brooklyn, where she trained to be a community organizer. She already was no stranger to that kind of work. She marched with labor leader and civil rights activist Cesar Chavez in the 1960s. Quote, when people aren't being paid or have terrible living conditions or things like that, we've got to do something, Margaret, Sister Margaret said. She held a bachelor's degree in Spanish from St. John's University and master's degrees in urban education and spiritual studies from Fordham. Quote, Sister Margaret was a life changer and a game changer for me. In the late 90s, when I first became an immigrant rights advocate, Sister Margaret took me in uh, what I still call a justice caravan to visit an abandoned farmhouse near Briarmere Farms on the North Fork. That's Richard Kubek, uh, Community Re Outreach Coordinator for Long Island Jobs with Justice. Quote, in that falling down house lived about 40 young Mexican boys and men, all workers on nearby vineyards. They were paying $250 a month each for rent and had no furniture or electricity, he said. What they did have was Sister Margaret, who got them air mattresses, made sure they had food, and watched over them like a mother. This is why many called her mama instead of sister. She was a true champion of the poor, Quebec said. Quote, it leaves a great void in me. My mother was far away and Sister Margarita was like my mother here. I was in the youth group and she always supported us so that we were on the right path, that we did the right thing. That's Yvonne Sakur, a parishioner at St. John the Evangelist Church in Riverhead. For us, the immigrant community, we are very devastated. She was a great leader. Sikor said he remembers her as a mother, the person who was always there for others, as a religious and also for moral support, financial support, whatever she could give, she gave it. He recalled how Sister Margaret advocated for respect for the immigrant community on the East End. Quote, she opened doors for many. She helped many people to become residents and citizens, too. We lost a great support. It's very hard. Thank God she was with us for a long time, but it hurts a lot, Sikor said. Wake and funeral arrangements are pending. That from Father Larry Dunkley, pastor at St. John the Evangelist Church. Arrangements will be made by Queen of the Rosary, Sisters of St. Dominic in Amityville. He said, again, that is Denise and Civiletti, Denise Civiletti and Maria Del Mar Piedra Buena's piece about the passing of Sister Margaret Smith. 
May you rest in love, Sister Margaret. Uh, I'm Gianna Volpe, and I hope that that is a, a good example of um, demonstrating our commitment to our community, making sure we make space to share uh, the very sad news of Sister Margaret's passing. I'm sure it's something that will be covered on Behind the Headlines um, this weekend right here on WLIWFM. Uh, in order for us to stay here and continue to do the things uh, like you just heard, uh, we need you, the listener, supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station. So if you like what you hear, please do uh, answer the call by making the call right now to 800 262 or go online to WLIWFM.org. Make your donation. Uh, this is a a thing that we do together, uh, as is everything that we do here on WLIWFM. So for every dollar you donate, our board of trustees will be matching up to our $100,000 fundraising goal. If you're able to make the $100 mark or uh, sign on as a subscriber at $10 monthly, we also have some great gifts for you. I know we've, you can get a pair of our logo uh, coffee mugs. They're my fave. Uh, or you can choose the canvas tote bag or the um, metal thermos water bottle. I, I always mention it's a great way to kick that um, disposable water bottle habit. Of course, you can put your coffee or cocoa in it as well. I'm Jenna Volpe. Uh, I've got a North edition for you this morning, all leading to the bottom of the next hour when Captain Dave Burson and Kim Tetro join us. Uh, Jocelyn Kaleda joins us at the bottom of this one. Um, between now and then, music from all decades and genres, starting with Bree Kennedy from her Clarity EP of the current year, 2022. WLIWFM.org or call 800-262-0717. And thank you from the bottom of the heart of the East End for listening and for donating. Stay tuned. Do you ever stop to wonder why you look up at the sky When you know the party's over, sitting on the steps outside And you don't know how you got here, cause you got here in the dark And you wonder where you're going, all your favorite bars are closed And the door you locked behind you feels a little less like home does it scare you that the next one that you open Feels so far from where you are Call it what it's not Or you can call it something more Call it what you want If it's still what you're looking for It's probably meant for you If it's sky you're looking for Why does leaving feel like I can't learn to stay? Why does the moon pull on the tide when every time it pulls away? Do you notice that your compass tells you when a change is coming? I did it break along the way. Call it what it's not. 
it what you want If it's still what you're looking for It's probably meant for you If it's got you looking for Keep looking, keep pulling One foot right in front of the other Keep looking, keep pulling Faith in what's behind the cloud cover Call it what it's not for you What it is when it comes knocking at your door It's probably meant for you if it's got you looking north Even if it looks different than before Bree Kennedy North from her Clarity EP of 2022 right here on the heart of the East End on Long Island's only local NPR radio station on this day two of our end of year $100,000 matching gift challenge. I did want to uh, make sure that folks who either haven't donated uh, this year or um you know, wanted to make sure that they got a message to us uh, to maybe uh, pledge an additional gift if you already have done so this year because we have something new as of this fun drive as per usual. And this time, we want to hear from you, the listener of WLIWFM. It's something I'm very, very excited about. So if you make your donation right now to WLIWFM.org or call 800-262-0717, you'll be invited to give us a message. I'm very much hoping you do so and very grateful to all of you out there making the call right now and answering the call uh, for us to stay here and to continue elevating uh, our presentation, what we do for you every morning, noon, and night. Again, WLIWFM.org or call 800-262-0717. Let's see. Blackie and the Rodeo Kings. This is from their South Record of 2013 on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Don't know tonight which lonely The holy land of stone is calling me And I ride on steel and silver way And I ride on the old gray ribbons No, I'm going to Up now, mama, cause we're gonna be free In the land where the big sky meets the sea And even though my heart is heavy I'm gonna leave my home I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to 
Blackie and the Rodeo Kings leading us to the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour on, what's today, Tuesday morning, which means it's time for our hot studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing, joined here in WLIWFM Studio 51 by the one and only Jocelyn Kaleda of A Book Place in downtown Riverhead, right next to Jerry and the Mermaid uh, and the Aquarium and the Hyatt. All that good stuff. Good morning, Jocelyn. Good morning. Thank you. It's so lovely to have you in the studio, in the flesh. Uh, you just opened recently. How many? When, when did you July open? 1st. Okay. That's kind of recent. Yeah. Six Time. months almost. Oh, my God. It happened. It goes fast. So fast. All right. So we're coming up. It is uh, day two, I believe, of Hanukkah now. Uh, six more nights to go. Or, well, seven more nights because tonight is seven i mean tonight is two and then we've we're what within a week striking distance of christmas again so fast and that means you know i i I tried to go out to get groceries yesterday the stores are crazy so if you've got last minute shopping to do consider shopping local as something we say every day um a book place is a beautiful place to do that. Talk a little bit about, um, let's go back sure. to to where you started, because you actually, you started your working experience 14 years old at Open Book in West Hampton. Correct. Most beautiful little bookstore I could have ever imagined. Um, it was the brainchild of a a lawyer who um, came here to Long Island, and she mentored me for many, many years. Um, what was her name? Her name was Terry Lucas. She's actually um, the director of Shelter Island Library currently. I was going to say, that name sounds very familiar to me. Yes, yes. And we love the Shelter Island Library. Oh, my I, goodness. I often have folks on uh, to talk about their programs. They're, you know, oh, that's fantastic wonderful. organization. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of libraries as well. I um, am actually a librarian. I worked in Are West you? Hampton's library for 
uh, 12 years, 12 years, and I've been at Hampton Bays, and I was at Brookhaven Free Library as well. All right, let's, let's go all the way back. Can you talk about uh, the beginning of your reading journey as a human being? <laughs> um, sure. What do you uh, remember? I love to be read to. My mom and many, many, many of my family are teachers, so reading was basically fundamental for us, um, just having a book in general, and whether you're reading the pictures or reading the words, it was still reading. Right. Um, and it just, books open a world, yeah. any world, anywhere, um, you can experience all sorts of things, and you are given a frame of reference, a, a, a point of... Um, a starting point for anything that you're going to experience or learn. And certainly an escape route, if that exactly. is what you need. <laughs> exactly. Were you ever Belle when you, uh, for Halloween? <laughs> um, actually, my favorite Disney character is Alice in Wonderland. Oh! Um, because she is imaginative and yes. asks many, many questions, even before breakfast. Um, and her love of what was Adventure. it 20, 20 something? Six, I can have six uh, I can impossible think. questions. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Reading is amazing and you don't have to um love it. You know, you don't have to go for, oh, I'm so literary or anything like that. You just I mean, even there's there's a lot of really great picture books, for example. Yes, and they don't have words. Right. <laughs> Which and that that's another intersection between Alice Little, because remember she, the the governess is reading to her yeah. and she says it. You know, there's Listen. no picture. There's yeah. no pictures in here. Yeah. She says there's a very great many books that do not have pictures. I love I love both kinds. Uh, I've definitely purchased a few books already from a book place in downtown Riverhead. Uh, I love to keep it local. I know we do have uh, a bi a big bad bookstore that moved in just around the same yes, time as I'm, you. I'm literally the shop around the corner. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I I tried. I I was like, I don't know how I'm going to have this interview without bringing up. Uh, you've got mail. It's all right. We don't have to. I we love it. <laughs> We don't have to. All right. So, so how did it? How did it come to be? You know, you you grew up around books. You're a librarian. You you work in a bookstore. How did the uh, the story come full circle? Um, I got a big kick in the butt. <laughs> I was asked, you know, if I uh, if I wanted to take the leap, um, and I had five weeks to put it together. Whoa! <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I did it. I did and it. you had the capital? I mean, for, for those out there who are looking to, say, start a business. Nope. I scrimped. I, we, we collected. We scrimped. We asked. We begged. I didn't steal. Um, not yet yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, you, you won't know, need it's, to. It's, uh, it's a work in progress. Like, it, it's it, every day. Every day is my livelihood in there. I actually just um, posted, and I'm actually allowed to share, I won... Um, a holiday bonus from James Patterson. Cool. Yes. So he gives um, 500 independent bookstores $500. Um, you just have to have somebody nominate you or write in your self-nomination. And um, he reads through them all. And it's in association with 
um, American Booksellers Association. That is so beautiful. And I was just told that I won. Congratulations. So what what will you do? I mean, it's a you I already get, have a beautiful store. Thank you. So you basically you get five hundred dollars. Uh huh. Um, and the closing line of you know my little. 250-word essay was that my heart and soul and all of my money is in this store. Right. And I have yet to pay myself. So that was it. That's that's my bonus. That's all right. So that's my, you know, we don't do calls to action here, but <laughs> there is a brand new bookstore in, well, it's not brand new now. It's just new because <laughs> we're six months in. Yeah. But if you haven't uh, finished your holiday shopping Uh, A nice consideration to visit uh, Main Street in, or East Main Street, I think it is, in Riverhead. East Main Street. Right next to the aquarium in the Hyatt. Um, It was Taste the East End Boutique, which is something, someone has my show's name wrong, and I get uh, flyers addressed to Taste the East, Taste of the East End all the time here. Um, Right next to Jerry and the Mermaid. Uh, and and just a, a reminder that if you support stories like these, you know, uh, true journalistic, you know, uh, news and s- making space for people in the community on the platform. This is a West Hampton girl makes good, starts her own bookstore right in downtown Riverhead. Uh, it is day two of our uh, end of year fun drive where we. Where we do our own begging, and we say, please, sir, may we stay on the air? Donate to WLIWFM.org or call 800-262-0717. To continue our demonstration of our commitment to the community, I've got five tracks uh, by uh, Long Island um, artists. We've got Caroline Doctorow, Harry Chapin, a two-pack from Marianne Megna, one featuring uh, the beloved Cliff Black, and uh, then Carrie Carney Band's, uh, I think, Bob Dylan cover. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Jocelyn Kaleda. Uh, this was the hot studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing. And you, whoever you are out there, hopefully you're making your matchable donation right now to WLIWFM.org or calling 800-262-0717. Before you visit a book place in Riverhead, uh, we'll be right back. The sun is finally rising in the sky overhead. The ghosts along the roadside now lay dead. I've been on the road since late last night Like an outlaw on the run For a while my way is lighted by the sun Eighteen miles to Northfield One more town along the line I wish I knew how far to go To leave the pain behind Said you need your freedom now to wander as you please To take what life may hand you at your ease So live your life to find your road, I'll follow this white line 
I hope you find your freedom just as empty as mine. Eighteen miles to Northfield, one more town along the line. I wish I knew how far to go to leave the pain behind. Friends say I'm mistaken going on the road this way. They say to use my patience and to stay. They tell me it's a sign for sure that you come to say hello. But the only sign I see tells me 18 miles to go. 18 miles to Northfield, one more town along the line. Wish I knew how far to go to leave the pain behind. To leave the pain behind.
Harry Chapin's Northwest 22. We've got a Marian Magna 2-pack, Northeast Feast and Northeast Beast featuring Cliff Black. If you support local music on the 88.3 and 96.9 sections of your FM dial, not to mention streaming online at WLIWFM.org, put your money where your ears are uh, for our end-of-year matching board challenge or board of trustees matching all donations made to WLIWFM.org or by phone at 800-262-0717 dollar for dollar up to our $100,000 uh, fundraising goal. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Marianne Megna and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. This was recorded for the One Guitar record. All that money went to Maureen's Haven Homeless Outreach Program. I believe that uh, the Southampton Town Police are running a winter coat drive for Maureen's Haven. I believe it's for them. Just another thought. Plant and seeds here on WLIWFM. Thank the Lord that the wind died down today It's been blowing here for over three days Stirring up everything Seems it's blowing like that all over the world And I'm ready for the sun today To warm this cold, cold earth Set the trees and the flowers to display New life beginning again Well, it's a seasonal thing over and over again You'd think I'd get used to it But oh, just when I'm feeling warm And I can't take it anymore, anymore Well, the leaves on the trees, they start to change And a brand new snowfall Is rearranging my world to make Another silent night Well, it's the northeast, east, I live by the sea. I like it, cause the weather changes just like me. When I'm pacing the floor, I got nothing to say. I walk right out the door, on down to the bay. 
Looks like a pink sky tonight The stars are gonna shine so bright Suits me fine, maybe I'm strange I think it's lovely and insane No snowflake is the same Well, one day the tide's high The next day it's slow One day you're gonna cry Then you gotta let it go One day I think I know something The next I got nothing to show Cause it's the Northeast Feast You live by the sea I love it, the weather changes and it's for free When I'm pacing the floor, I got nothing to say I walk right out the door on down to the bay Looks like a pink sky tonight, the stars are gonna shine so bright Pink sky night, the stars will shine so bright Papa said a pink sky night is a sailor's delight. Marianne Megna fans like myself, now is your moment to answer the call by making the call to support Long Island's only local NPR radio station at WLIWFM.org or 800-262-0717. Same goes for Cliff Black fans featured on this track. Northeast Beast from Marianne's Sunlight Chant record of 2016. Heard right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
leaves on the trees are starting to change Or a brand new snowfall is rearranging my world to make another silent night Cause it's a northeast feast, I'm living by the sea I like it, cause it changes just like me When I'm pacing the floor, I got nothing to say I walk right out the door, down to the bay Looks like a pink sky tonight, the stars are gonna shine so bright of a sunset photo I took recently, sunsets. It's one of the great parts of living on the East End. Uh, another great part is people like Jocelyn Kaleda in the WLIWFM Studio 51 right now, as well as creating connections between our wonderful folks here on Long Island's East End and Coastal Connecticut. I got a great... Uh, call from a listener in New Haven. I believe his name is Nathan, but I got to double check it. I am currently hunting down a Johnny Hammond uh, acoustic 
song won't be long. I think it was his father who produced the track. I think Aretha Franklin sang it. I'm working on that. I'm working it on it for you, my friend. Uh, then I'll play that lovely message we got from them. Speaking of messages from listeners, um, our agents are standing by to take yours uh, about the reasons why you love supporting public broadcasting, public public radio, and public television. We're kind of both here on WLIWFM in that we are uh, owned by WLIW21, a beautiful convergence of journalism, uh, the best in news. I think there was a Gallup poll that said NPR was the most trusted name in news, and we are very grateful to be an NPR affiliate here on the 88.3 and 96.9 sections of your FM dial, uh, as well as online. Um, And we're also very grateful to share some holiday gift ideas from Jocelyn Kaleda of A Book Place in Downtown Riverhead. Uh, I I think the FCC says something about like three. Uh, I'm busting it a bit because I do want to give a quick nod to, uh, I think it's a North Fork girl who makes a woman young a woman a a young person however they may identify who does beautifully painted uh clothing jean jackets oh she just does she just does jean jackets and see a queen bee in front of me they're gorgeous 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 um what's her name uh susan Susan, um, I don't remember her last name, but she's one of the local artists and craftsmen. We'll have her on, of course, in 2023. We always love uh, listen, like meeting new people and providing the platform to folks in the community. We do it every morning here on The Heart. Of course, we replay it at midnight. Uh, you have other things, though. What, you, what? I asked her to choose three. Choosing so three was extremely hard. Yes. Um, <laughs> So I am a bookstore, so I want to share books, right. but I also want to just note to everybody, um, last minute gifts, gifts anytime. Um, I carry local artists and local vendors, um, handcrafted Long Island um, things. Stuff. Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful things. Um, for example, uh, Cut and Burn is a husband and wife team. They are everyday people, work their own jobs, nine to fives. But um, then they go home and work like elves in their little workshop. Oh, my goodness. And they do um, a lot of woodwork. Wood, so those are wooden earrings. These are, right now, these are little Christmas trees that they have cut out and put on earrings. And I'm obsessed with Christmas trees. Perfect time of year to be. And um, I love them. And their earrings are about $10. Okay. Wow. Reasonable. Very like, reasonable. little kids run out and come to the store and you can buy mom some earrings. Oh. <laughs> um, and then... On to the books. Books. Um, I'm going to go back a year. This was the first book for my personal book club in five years that we read. Um, and it is the perfect one sitting little read. It has a little bit it's of magical realism. It's called In realism. Five Years, by oh, the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. In Five Years. Sorry. By Rebecca Searle. I'm not normally a pitcher. So here you go. <laughs> um, About this book. It is. This book is amazing. It takes place in the city in New York. Um, and it is a love story, but, um, not your typical love story. This is Kate Jacobs of Book Talk, who, (laughs) that's what we just connect, uh, made a connection between, uh, Book Talk's Kate Jacobs, who we've had on here, um, a few times, and, and Jocelyn, and I was telling, uh, Jocelyn how, uh, Kate loves non-binary characters, and that many of the books 
that uh, they bring it at the end. It's like, and then they fall in love. And I love that. No matter how uh, unseem, unseeming uh, that it would be a romance or a, or a happy ending story, many times we get to end with, and then they fall in love. Do they fall in love? There, and, there is definitely an H-E-A, <laughs> a happily ever after. Oh, <laughs> adding that to my lexicon, I'm totally an H-E-A person. You have to be. And I cry, too, yeah. when it's when it's really... I like any book that gives me all the feels. Yes. So, Same. Yeah. Um, and then the other book that I chose to just share is for all you uh, readers, wannabe readers, I kind of readers, um, there's the Gilmore Girls Cookbook. Oh. It just came out. It is amazing. Um, delicious recipes of their favorite foods. Um how they like to drink their coffee. Oh, I have to put on. So speaking of local and cookbooks, Claudia Fleming just came out with a new cookbook. I've got to have her on to talk yes. about it. It's brand new. Um, you, you know her. You love her. She won uh, the James Beard Best Pastry Chef in the Country Award. Yeah, she's fantastic. No, I had we no love, idea. We love you, Claudia. So another nod to local and books. So that was Jocelyn Kaleda of A Book Place. You may visit her if you like. Uh, what are your hours? My hours um, right now are every day, 10 to 6, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, until 8. We are five minutes away from the NPR news break at the top of the hour. I've got our final uh, local track to during our, oh, we did a five pack. If you want to keep listening to local at the bottom of the next hour, we have Captain Dave Burson and Kim Tetro, uh, Captain Dave, of course, the uh, captain of Glory Going Green, the U.S. Coast Guard's first appro approved all-electric boat, um, as well as Kim Tetro, who created the SPAT program and is, you know, probably going to be responsible for saving the Bay Scallop again. Uh, I'm Jenna Volpe. This is a Bob Dylan cover by our very own Car Carrie Carney. And you, whoever you are out there, I hope you are answering the call by making the call to keep a uh, local uh, public radio station not only going strong, but getting stronger every day with your support. Uh, we're matching all donations made to WLIWFM.org or by phone at 800-262-0717, dollar for dollar, up to our $100,000 uh, fundraising goal, thanks to our board of trustees. Uh, you're listening to WLIWFM. Thank you.